Hey there, welcome to Sunday Brunch, a conversation over coffee between friends where we discuss everything from foundation to food. This week, we'll be taking a look at the ins and outs of moving out. That's a cute one. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I think it rolls off the tongue really well. It does. You're really good with alliteration. Is that what it is? It's an alliteration? Uh, no. When everything sounds the same? <laughs> yeah, it just rhymes. <laughs> well, that's kind of, yeah, that's just rhyming because alliteration will yeah. be something like... Guys, I didn't do very well in English. <laughs> no, it's, people get caught up on this. Alliteration would be something like using the same starting sound repeatedly. Uh, Big brown yeah. box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure. Probably. This is just... I trust you more because you did much better in English than I did. I also did six months of um, a journalism English writing course when I first left high school. Yeah, so... But I dropped that unit before census date. (laughs) Smart. (laughs) Yeah, I hated it, so... um, Yeah, basically, that's that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fun way to start the podcast. (laughs) We've probably lost 60% of people. (laughs) Just in that one short. People are like, I did not come here for a grammar class. (laughs) Um, What's your super cut for the week? Oh, this week has actually been quite busy. I feel like I've been flat out. I'm going away in a couple of weeks, so... Tell us where you're going. Going away for my cousin's wedding in Indonesia. Mm -hmm. And then we finally decided that for New Year's we were going to go to Singapore. Yay. Which is so fun. Sounds so good. Yeah, I think it'll be really nice. I haven't been there since the year before Dan and I first started dating. That long? Yeah. I know, it's crazy, right? It feels like it was only a couple years ago, but... Yeah, it was really that long ago. Yeah, that's six years ago. Six years ago. I just want to go to the airport. (laughs) Actually, ever since watching Crazy Rich Asians, I have wanted to go there. Really? Yeah. That did wonders for Singaporean tourism. It's funny because I used to live in Singapore when I was younger for about two or three years. And then we moved back to Australia, did all my main schooling here and uni and stuff. And then I just love Singapore just from then, you know, and I think the movie to me just re-highlighted how good it was yeah but it's something that I feel like I always knew because mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to be able to experience it at, yeah but um yeah you should go everyone the, should isn't go. there a butterfly emporium at the yeah airport? and yeah. then also at their zoo on Centos Island they have a big butterfly um thing like yeah it's really cool we actually for school camp in grade I was in grade three and we went and stayed at the zoo for a night. That's so cool. Yeah, it was Have really you heard cool. of Underwater World on the Sunshine Coast? Yes. Um, yeah. Apparently back in the day, you used to be able to have school camps there and they'd put your oh, wow. sleeping bags on the underneath the, the big water, through oh water tunnel. So you'd wake up in the middle of the night and have a shark swimming over your that's so head. cool. That's a way cheaper way to experience underwater experience. Now they have those hotels in like Dubai and stuff yeah. that are just so expensive to yeah. stay underwater. <laughs> I've always wanted to do, speaking of in expensive places to stay, mm. an igloo to see the Northern Lights. Oh my Lights. gosh, yes. Mm. In, um, I think, Iceland or yeah. Greenland? I think, I Greenland think is Iceland. ice. Iceland is green. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, I don't know which one's more north, but there's so many amazing places to stay like that yeah. and there's these other ones um I don't know where it is but it's somewhere in the mountains in Europe and they it feels like you're staying at the top of a tree house but it's oh. all glass and it just looks incredible I desperately want to go there that sounds amazing it's way yeah. out of my price range at the moment yeah. <laughs> but also the thing with the northern lights thing is that you have to randomly pick a night ages in advance and hope that yeah the aurora is showing because 
you can't you never know when it's actually gonna happen yeah you know and it's a it's a gamble but i think you can see it from the one from the south pole from tasmania really i think so like on certain night like you have to be really lucky yeah you would never be able to really plan it and it would that's only the thing be like unless you lived there all the time you'd only ever get yeah but i have absolute guarantee i have heard that you can see it from there and um not sure where else but yeah i definitely know that um it would be a sight to see and in um iceland i think it is that they have those um hot spring pools mm-hmm. that you can swim in and then if the lights are happening and it's just so nice i just googled it and you definitely can see the southern lights from hobart as well as mount nelson mount wellington south arm peninsula there you oh go my gosh, see but do does it. it say when or just whenever well winter is generally best because the nights yeah. are longer so march to september it's best on the, dark clear nights yeah so just when the stars align <laughs> yeah literally when the stars align that said the aurora are unpredictable yeah yeah that's exactly said okay um Moving on. <laughs> travel talk we just i think we both love to travel though yeah and i've been doing a lot of trip planning this week so yeah. i think that's why it's top of mind yeah definitely and you have you booked everything now for new zealand nearly, <laughs> nearly. <laughs> um i think it's gonna cost like 500 and something dollars to fly home because you hadn't booked it well it's from queenstown and i think it's probably a smaller airport and plus it's a further further distance you should see if flying into gold coast airport's cheaper that's not a bad idea but what do you think it would be then you'd have to get from the gold coast to brisbane but i mean if if unless you want to pick pick me up up. yeah i mean i might (laughs) drive me i'll probably be back so um i think the thing is as well that it's just a busy time of year yeah um anything around that time is expensive yeah and when we're coming back i think it's when a lot of people's um annual leave is probably up so Mm. it's i don't know if i was thinking maybe staying a few more nights would help because it would get less popular yeah and it would just be a less peak period yeah but i still don't think i'm gonna have much luck i'm just gonna have to deal with it peak period really ends when school goes back Mm. so that's just ages away never on your cards no 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 no. (laughs) Um, real life is sunken in by then (laughs) yeah but honestly i kind of i was probably being naive to think that i could book this close and still be okay yeah that's true oh and i did all my christmas shopping did you i did online both mix Mm. mix of both but i did Mm. a lot of it in store because we're doing our christmas because we're going away we're doing our sort of christmas celebration early yeah and um I'm sort of doing presents before we leave because um, I don't want to have to bring them all halfway around the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> so I sort of had to do all of it earlier and in person so that I had it in time for this weekend. Yeah. Um, but that should be really fun. And I'm really glad that that's done because I'm just like, oh, I can just relax now. Yeah. I kind of find it a bit stressful when I don't know what to get someone. Oh, me too. I just... Because you want to find them the right thing. And even though a gift is a gift and someone will always, well, the moral is like, you should really always appreciate a gift because it's a thought that counts, but mm. it's still, you don't want to get somebody the wrong thing. And also, um, I'm not sure if you saw, you know how we've just had Black Friday. So yeah. we're recording today on the 2nd of November, Yeah, but 2nd of December, 2nd of December, but last November. Friday was Black Friday. Yeah. And a lot of think pieces came out about how, um, with, environmental impacts of waste we need to be a lot more conscious with our purchases yeah so trying to 
buy vintage something buy one gift one good yeah. gift instead of heaps of little things mm. buy something you know the person will definitely want yeah and I think that was a really interesting way to turn things because fast fashion and consumerism yeah. means we want a lot but yeah. where does that go and if someone's not going to use what you buy them then that's just contributing to landfill so that's a really interesting point of view and I definitely try to ask people this year what they'd actually need yeah and what they maybe want as well because then it's something that they would use and it's just one of those things I was actually I saw on Instagram the other day this um someone that I follow posted this really cool beauty gift guide oh yeah and it I'll have to find it let's um think and I'll come back to that yeah because I really want to find it it looked so so amazing Gemma Watts posted a beauty gift guide. Really? Yeah. I don't think it was. It was from a beauty company. Oh, okay. I like it was like a beauty blogger. Th- I don't know. Maybe it's the same person, but because she runs so. Glow Journal, which is another. That's it. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Listen <laughs> to Glow Journal if you're talking like about. She's very realistic and down to earth. Because it was that she posted. She said that she was going to post it over the next few days or something, mm-hmm. like the different parts of it. And it, from what I was looking at, it all just seemed really. You know when people buy you those gift sets from like Priceline or something like that and mm-hmm. they're the little um, bath bomb sets, but then no one ever uses yes. them because they don't really want that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with those sets. They're a good, easy thing, but it's like that's what you get your six-year-old niece or something. When you're not sure what. Yeah. Yeah. I think then, ask. Ask people what they need. Especially yeah. I hate buying things for people when they really need something and you go off task yeah and you know they've got other things that they really needed instead because it just feels like a waste to me or you get them something because just for the sake of it yeah (laughs) I'm really trying to think long and hard about that so I sort of went with yeah yeah quality over quantity and also making sure they wanted it needed it there's a youtube um channel I watch and they're called the sorry girls Mm -hmm. and they um do a lot of diy stuff and they did a video a diy video on Christmas gifts and it was really cool they made a kit of um, reusable cutlery like as a gift Mm -hmm. they made like a pouch from like an old apron that they had Mm -hmm. and um, put some reusable cutlery in it and like a um, straw that met like a metal straw and like the cleaning thing I would love that yeah and gave it like as a gift idea that you can DIY and give to somebody that's thoughtful useful um, useful environmentally like conscious it's really cool they do a lot of actually cool diy videos i'm gonna look in general and they do a lot of thrift videos where they thrift old things and then repurpose them and create new things that yeah it's really cool very homey yeah very fun yeah yeah i think um definitely things where you have to i don't know i remember when i was at school you know when you buy your teachers Mm. a gift or whatever in instances like that or co-workers it's really yeah. good to put something together like that where you can do it on mass yeah. and you know another thing that was really big a few years ago were cookie jars where you put the ingredients oh, of cookies, yeah, yeah, the yeah. dry ingredients yeah, in yeah, yeah. yeah that's kind of cool I've seen that. that's pretty i like that as well because then it's something fun that you can do and yeah it's not and too, most it shouldn't people, be too hard yeah it's quite cheap most people would use it you're not yeah. packaging it in plastic and it's in a glass jar that's yep. cute and yeah I, I like those ideas they're really nice what have you been up to this week um, just booking holidays in. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that happened. Oh, went out to dinner last night. It was really nice. Is it a new restaurant? So have you heard of Long Time in the Valley? I have, but I haven't been there, I don't yep. think. Well, it closed. Yes, So you I missed your chance. That. Yeah, 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 I did. <laughs> yeah, it was very popular. Um, yeah. but they've reopened in the Carlisle and it's called Same Same. 
Yeah. Because yeah. it's meant to be the same people. Menu is not the same same. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's what we discovered. Um, but it was delicious. And we went, like me and my boyfriend went with some friends. It was, we had so much yeah. fun. We had to wait. We got in there so late because they don't take bookings. We went out for drinks first. Oh. And then we went at probably 6.45. And they were like, yeah, yeah within the hour. So we sat down at about 8 on a Sunday night. I was a that tired, crazy. tired I, shell of a human. <laughs> there's things that I like about not places not taking bookings because you don't have to think ahead yeah but then I hate that you if you get there like just a little bit too late mm. you just miss the window of opportunity and you go for the second seating and it's so, if it's a Sunday night and you have yeah things to do on Monday where early rises yeah <laughs> a late night is just not on the cards for us typically <laughs> I know that that late nights stress me out even when yeah. I know when I there's an event that I really want to go to at night mm. It, I, I hate it. I'd rather yeah. someone say be at a yoga class at 6 a.m. That's just more, breakfast. Or yeah, just that's more something. that's more feasible for me. Yeah. That's just how my little body clock's working. But it was great. <laughs> I don't regret it at all. I'm really happy that we and stuck it out. Was Delicious. Good. Yeah. Yum. Like n- one or two vegetarian mm. options mm-hmm. in the whole menu. Wow. Yeah. And my boyfriend's so sweet. He was like, um, are there any other vegetarian options? Because <laughs> we were thinking maybe something yeah. could be substituted. And I'm not, I don't really care if I eat something that has touched meat. That doesn't yeah, really bother yeah. me. I just don't want to consume the meat in yeah. itself. And they were like, no, no, the menu is as is. So the menu, same, same. <laughs> not, yeah, not at all super vegetarian friendly, which is really yeah. weird for 2019. You know what I noticed today? I was in the Woolworths just down our, like the local because we're at my parents' house today. Mm-hmm. And um, they have in the meat section an entire plant-based section yeah now. Did it's you really notice? cool I was like wow mm-hmm. times are really changing and like I think it's so great like that it's just becoming more inclusive and it's it's just really thoughtful I think now yeah and affordable yeah. and accessible all those things that you need something to be if it's ever going to take off yeah it's very very cool and I and I've noticed just in general in more restaurants there's always at least one vegan option so yeah I'm very surprised that they An had Asian such restaurant few. didn't yeah. have anything that was just tofu. There was no. Or there was a, I think one of the entrees was a tofu burger, but it was four dollars or something. So I imagine it would have been tiny. Yeah, minuscule. Like what? Yeah, I'll just sit here and eat like five tofu burgers. Yeah, I could easily do it, but you're not gonna. You're going to look <laughs> odd if you do that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was what I would say. Not many vegetarian just options. Disappointing. Well, in that respect, yeah, it's yeah. share plates as well. Yeah. So when you're a vegetarian, it can be kind of difficult because mm. you can only really eat one thing. I just ate a lot of rice. And for some reason, the rice that they brought out tasted a million times better than anything oh, I would <laughs> cook, which is, it's ludicrous because it's yeah. just rice. It's just rice. But at least then it's what, like, you're not disappointed that you, imagine if you had to eat terrible rice. Oh, that would be, yeah, I wouldn't be paying. That's No. Not, that's terrible. Um, so no, it was... It was a really nice experience. Yeah, it's one of those good. experiential dining mm-hmm. things, like a special occasion type yeah, of thing. Yeah. Not I think that's like good. something I could do all the time, but if you can, that's yeah. fun. <laughs> um, did you read anything, listen to anything, watch anything this week? I Let me think. What did I do? Oh, there was a new movie that got released on Netflix called The Irishman. I have heard things about this. Oh my goodness. It is, to be honest, I haven't finished it yet. It was a late night thing. I fell asleep. I have about 40 minutes left. It's mm-hmm. three and a half hours long. It's a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. Okay. It, that's a very long movie. Yeah, it it's, is. It's up there with Godfather times. You know? I don't know if I can deal with that. Um, 
It is so good. I would definitely suggest watching it in two parts. Yeah. But it's really, really good. I think it's going to be the last one of... If it's not the last, then one of the last with the really classic sort of, you know, Italian mobster feel to it. Because these are the guys who grew up... I I feel like these actors are the ones who are just, in my mind, when I think of a mobster movie... That's what I, these actors are what I think of, yeah. you know? Is it a popular uh, cast? Um, I think so. It's got, um, it's the director is like a really famous. Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's really good with these. He's very big into those yeah. types of things, isn't he? That's his, and, that's his key genre. And even all the actors, they're just so, I think they're the, it was the perfect cast for this movie. And honestly, I would highly recommend. I know if you don't like watching it, it's fine. Just your boyfriend can watch it. Just don't tell Tia if you don't like it. <laughs> it's also produced by Robert De Niro. Yeah, it's honestly, it's a great movie. Like, if, mm. I don't know if you like that type of thing, but I love a good... It could be a good one to watch on a Saturday night where you have time and you want to sink your teeth into something that's quite substantial. Yeah, so we um, got some pizza just Mm -hmm. from the new there's a new pizza place um at the gold coast that opened so we Mm -hmm. got some pizza from there and just watched the movie and um it's definitely one of those nights where you don't want to have to like think about doing any like i would not even think about trying to cook and then watch it later yeah no no it goes for way too long (laughs) sounds like a good uber eats yeah uber eats and chill (laughs) maybe that's what i'll do this weekend yeah i think i mean if you have time why not (laughs) um did you read anything did I read anything? No. <laughs> okay. I think this is a lost, that's a lost question on you. Although, you know what? Did you start reading that book? You know, that one, the text me. Yeah. So my it? friend gave me, after she listened to our oh, friendship episode, yeah, yeah. she suggested and was kind enough to let me borrow her copy of text me when you get home. Have you started it? Yeah. So I actually started it. It's by Kayleen Schaefer. And I think yeah. it came out a few years ago. Mm. Um, I actually started it today because Breaking Badly, which is what I was reading, yeah. my mum has accidentally taken it home with her. Oh, um, your so I, copy. Well, we both had a copy and yeah. I'm pretty sure she says she's only got one copy at home, but it's definitely my copy because we were up to different points <laughs> in the book. And she's pretty sure she left her copy here, but I can't find it. Yeah. So I'm a little bit heartbroken. I feel like that's just been ripped away from me oh, and I'm no. not quite <laughs> over that. But I do need to fill that reading void because I just yeah. I am in a place where it's I need to habit. read every night. Yeah. So I did open up Text Me When You Get Home and I've started the first few pages, but I think we should read it together and then discuss say, it. I was going to say, it's a good thing you've just started or potentially just starting yep. because maybe when you get Breaking Badly back, you'll finish that Yeah, first. I was but so close to finishing it. I hope that the next, because I haven't had time to go to the bookstore because mm-hmm. I did say to you, when I have time to go to the bookstore, I'll get that book, Yeah, which I haven't had time to do. So I will do that. I might actually do it tomorrow morning. Yeah. Because I have a dentist appointment tomorrow and I will maybe have time to do it after. Yeah, it sounds really good. It's all about modern female friendship. So it does link back really closely to our first episode where we talk about the importance of friendships. So let's hope next week when we check in for our book checkup. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're going to call it a book checkup? No. No. Book club. <laughs> we could do a book club. And then if people are listening who want to read it too, they can read it yeah. let us know their thoughts so at sunday brunch underscore the just podcast in, what was the book again just in case people text wanna... me when you get home okay by Kaylin so, Schaefer. hopefully we can have thoughts together about this book yeah <laughs> 3.5 stars on goodreads is that a good rating for a book i'm not sure 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the yardstick is, but I guess yeah. people's perceptions of what's good, what constitutes good and bad in a book is totally different depending it's so on the person. Hard because then, you know, with movies as well, on oh, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes and stuff, you see ratings and some people, it'll be rated like 50% or something silly like that. And then you watch you it love and you're it. like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Yeah, no, I and never then, watch it. Because yeah. also, if you if you look at the, the ratings before you watch the film or read the book, I think it colours your opinion yeah it's hard to shake that off i think so although i did see this one article from this person who watched it was a mum who watched frozen 2 with her kids oh yeah and i don't know if i i didn't completely invest myself into reading the article because i'm just not gonna watch no way me neither but she did say that she was quite disturbed by it and thought it was really weird and didn't understand how her kids could understand it okay because one of my friends went and saw it and she loved it. Did she? Yeah. So there, there you go again, different opinions. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess it just depends what you want from it. I think yeah. the whole Frozen 2 concept is really odd because we were talking about this at work and mm. it's come out five years after the first. I mean, what about Finding Nemo though? That, the second one Yeah, came out. but I feel like it's an odd marketing exercise it because is, yeah. normally you do it within two or three years so mm. that your first target audience would is the same be age. still at the age where they would enjoy it. Whereas yeah. now, if you were five, um, maybe that was five and ten-year-olds, maybe that's still okay. But still, yeah. like, if you were seven or eight, now yeah. you're probably in high school and you're not interested. You don't care. Yeah. Good on you if you are. <laughs> I love that. I just, but it's a really odd marketing exercise, I think. Yeah, I don't know. They, I don't know why. Maybe it took them longer to develop the story. Yeah. Who knows? It. I don't know, movie things and that, they always take such weird turns yeah i guess they never know what's going to stay um common in pop culture as well so who knows they probably maybe when they first did it they didn't think it would take off as much as it did and then it took longer for them to get the ball rolling on number two um i also listened to a great podcast that i want to recommend and it's called just the gist and it's by rosie waterland have Mm -hmm. you heard of her no so she used to write for mamma mia she's a great writer um and she did a lot of bachelor recaps that's kind of she's oh, the original batchy recapper and she's <laughs> hilarious. Um, and then now she started a podcast mm-hmm. which is meant to be just the gist of something in the news. Yeah. But for the first twelve weeks or something, she was sort of railroaded into covering The Bachelor and then The Bachelorette. Oh, okay. That was funny, but also there's a thousand recap channels yeah. now. But in the last two weeks she's been able to diversify and her cool. first one was on Monica Lewinsky. So we were a bit too young to probably understand that one. But obviously she was caught in a scandal with the then president of the United States, Bill Clinton. Yeah. So that was before, before I'm thinking 94. That was definitely before I was born. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, it was, it's even I knew of her name. Yeah. Um, So like, obviously she's still super massive yeah um but they did a really big just the gist deep dive into what happened with Mm -hmm. her and why that happened yeah um and it was interesting because she was definitely painted in a in a particular way at the time yeah um sort of like the scarlet letter type of style yeah Yeah, yeah. which was really sad um but this just gave a really good overview as to why that situation occurred and how in a me too era Mm -hmm. You can look at it completely differently and actually feel incredible empathy for her. The absolute storm that she had to endure for so long. It was such a good thing social media wasn't as paramount back then because I think she would have received so much more hate. It would have been visceral and and visible. Whereas back then, 
it was probably on news and just in broadcast media, yeah. but she wasn't receiving it as personally. But then I was listening to something that said maybe it would have been better if it was social media because a storm hits hard and then it leaves. Yeah. Everyone gets over it really quickly. Whereas back then news was literally being broadcast around the globe. So things yeah. had a much longer time in the life cycle. Yeah. yeah. Even when you think about buying a newspaper, if a newspaper is released once a week, Mm-hmm. That newspaper coverage stays in your house for a week. For a week, yeah. Back in media, we used to talk about shelf life of things. Yeah. And so back then, the news that you were reading had a much longer shelf life. Whereas That's these true. days, you see something on Facebook once, it's gone. So things move through a lot quicker. And I think that because there's, like what you're saying, there's always new news popping up through social media. So the topics, you just burn through them. Yeah. Like, like discussing it yep. with your friends, you just end up talking about things you just brush through topics. Yeah, whereas, really... you know, you and I did a, we were talking about the Prince Andrew mm. Epstein saga a few yeah. weeks ago, and that was big in the news, and that I is like a big scandal. Over. It's past. <laughs> whereas back in the day, that had a much longer shelf life. So yeah. um, I would definitely recommend that. And then they also covered off Elizabeth Holmes. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the, she was a framed entrepreneur mm. um, a few years ago. She sort of tried to create a company called Theranos. Yeah. And it, it did get up off the ground what it was was a company that claimed by taking a prick of your blood it could use that tiny sample to see what sort of issues you had through a blood test that could be conducted in home so instead of going to a doctor to get a referral to a blood sample place taking heaps and heaps of vials testing you taking days Mm -hmm. and then going back to a doctor to see if anything was wrong yeah theranos would take a prick of blood test it in your home, tell you straight away. And the idea was that it's accessible for everyone. People can stay up to date with their health. But basically, it was just a total flop, a total scandal, took money from heaps of investors, was not at all accurate, was not honest or truthful, and it totally failed. That's really crazy. Like, that, those concepts, I think, are really, really great. But I think implementing them, it's not as easy as it sounds. No, And and it, like, brought up a really big discussion about how you know how pharmaceutical companies can actually be so secretive. Mm. Sometimes this was a privatized medical company in the US. Yeah. And issues arise around if someone holds the key to such a great health breakthrough mm. through, is it fair that they monetize it or should it be available to yeah. the people for nothing? Just as part of like Medicare or something. Yeah. Or yeah. just a part of like for the common good, it should be general mm. knowledge. So I really seriously recommend that you listen to those because they're just topics that you might have heard of. Like, you know, you've heard it in the street as urban legend, but you've never actually done a deep dive. Yeah. So it's super interesting. I think that's a really interesting podcast because, you know, then it's, you can, if you want to listen to a topic, you can listen to it. And if not, then. It doesn't really trail from week to week. It's sort of dip in, dip out. Unless you're listening to the Bachelor ones, which obviously (laughs) had a common thread. That's different. That was great though. That was hilarious. Yeah. I like Bachelor. Um, well, yeah, we know things, that you yeah. used to indulge <laughs> at work. <laughs> and, well, actually, you know, but I don't know if our listeners know. <laughs> yeah. Are you allowed to tell them? I don't really care. It's just that I would never have time to watch it at night when it was actually playing. So I, when I work, I watch movies instead of listening to music because the kind of work that I do, it's just very... Um, it's just tasks and I don't really need to write reports or anything like that which is good but um, I'm able to watch movies and shows while I work and I don't get distracted so Bachelor was one of those shows and Bachelorette 
So that's how Tia stayed up to date. Yeah. By watching it at work. <laughs> watching it at work. Don't tell the boss. No. <laughs> so what we're going to discuss this week is... Oh, wait. There's a recipe. <gasps> yeah. Recipe of the week. I forgot. It will be on our <laughs> blog on Sunday. Um, it's my turn this week. And I'm putting up a recipe that I got from taste.com. And it's yeah. the good old-fashioned zucchini slice. Yum. Because I'm really trying to get my iron levels up. I'm taking supplements, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. also I need to introduce eggs into my diet. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a really great way of doing that. I think it's a tasty way. Yes. And it's also so good because I can make it. I made some today and I'll take some for lunch tomorrow. Awesome. So it's also feeding into the meal prep situation. Yeah. I think those things are good. And have you, there's people who make things like that and then put them into like cupcake, not cupcake things, but the bigger. Yeah. To make patty. muffins. Yeah. Muffins. Yeah. Also, ones. it probably freezes really well. It's super cheap to make. Yeah. Super time efficient. And it's a way to make eggs taste nicer because yeah. I, I like eggs but not that much no a lot of people feel that way it's they're not they're not widely loved yeah and i like them in things just for taste but not yeah also just to yeah yeah i'm so used to having like a flaxseed egg that it's crazy to me that i can make things bind with an egg now anyway enough of that um topic of the week (laughs) moving out of home yay I finally did it. <laughs> yeah. So we've both got pretty interesting moving out of home um, experiences. Yeah. Very different. Different. I would say. Yeah. And we're by no means experts, but I just don't think it's something that people really talk about. No, I don't think so either. I think it's just a whole. I don't know. Some people like you, you had to move out of home because of your learning situation. But yeah. then your brother didn't have to until he wanted to go to uni. Yeah. And then I didn't have to until I guess I wanted to or was ready to yeah Um, and they're so different but it's such a big life change yeah and everyone does it most people do it at some point um change in routine yeah I think if you're a creature of habit like me moving out of home throws a massive spanner in the works yeah and you feel I feel like anyway for me I haven't had time to do things the way that I would usually do it if I was living at home yeah because just say I would make dinner, but then my mom would help tidy everything up for me and I could yeah. just go and work or do things that I would otherwise, you know, want to do. But now it's like I'm the one who's responsible for all of that. So I can't, you know, rely on my mum for help with that. Yeah, welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah, you know, and plus I have a husband to take care of. Well, not take care of, but just, you know. I don't know. You, <laughs> yeah. you can finish that sentence. <laughs> it's just like... I cook dinner for both of us and, you know, yeah. he, he does help, but he's not um, a genius in the kitchen. So I would just prefer for him to just be a passive bystander. Yeah, otherwise, it just becomes more of a hindrance rather than a help. And yeah. I just would prefer to have the help of just him not being there. Yeah, I But get he does that. help with dishes and stuff, which is nice. But it's still one of those things where I don't feel like I can just leave him to do no. it. <laughs> I think also moving out of home, there's there's... A lot of things to consider. Money being one. Money, Money's yeah. massive. Rebudgeting. Yeah. I think, depending on how much you were set, You might not be able to save as much money as you used to. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Depends. So, like, I moved out of home the week after my 16th birthday because I went to boarding school. That's just crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, I had friends there that moved... That went to boarding school from year Younger, five. Yeah, yeah. So, it just depends. Mine was a pretty last-minute decision, um, which is just a random decision to make if Mm. I'm being honest with you Mm. um and I don't think I was mentally prepared for it because I'm so close with my family um I think 
I knew that the educational outcomes of going to our school that we went to yeah. would be so worth it. And I yeah. was right because I loved going to that school. Yeah. But I don't know if I was ever cut out to be a boarder because I'd had so many years of free reign at home. Like my parents yeah. trusted me and they knew that they could probably let me have a bit of free reign. Yeah. But obviously in institutions like boarding school, they can't just have a blanket rule that 16-year-old girls yeah. can do whatever they want. Yeah. So that just will not end well. No. And they, they have a duty of care. Like exactly. I understand. I really understand They're it now. They're responsible for you. Yeah. But I'm not good in those sort of situations. Yeah. The more you tell me not to do something, the more I want to do it. So. And it's like when you're 16, it's like you're going on 25 and you think you can do whatever you want. Well, it was not <laughs> even like that. It was just the idea that because you know how I was doing triathlon yeah, and running yeah for years I'd been going for runs by myself and then suddenly it's you're holed up in a house where they say you can't go for a run unless you've got three girls with you mm. and finding people that want to run with you and then making sure you're actually running together at the same time we got in trouble one day because they found us running like a couple of meters apart that's just great like I get it but then I get it, just... it but also like surely as long as we're in view of each other yeah. we can tell if someone's in trouble that's all that counts yeah so um things like that about boarding school awful but what was good was that it gave me the ability to get over homesickness yeah, before I had to go to uni whereas yeah. a lot of people from regional areas come to uni straight up they don't know how to use public transport systems yeah. um the city is not a welcome place for people that are new I don't think like yeah. it's we all just assume that everyone knows what a go-kart is but yeah. how do you know that until you've been here yeah and, and then you have to balance uni like even being in Brisbane City compared to Sydney City, it's totally different. Yeah. And I can imagine it would be even more difficult coming from a town like... Regional centres. Yeah. yeah. It's awful. I think it's really hard for people that come here at 18 or mm. 17, 18 to start uni or start working. At least sometimes some of them have friends that also come and they sort of lean yeah. on each other. But then even then, some people come alone. Yeah. And... They don't know anything. Which was me. Yeah. Um, but then at least you had other boarders who, who were in a similar situation. Yeah. Because you you're sort of then put in a community with other people who are in the same situation it's as you. It's definitely forced friendship. Yeah. Um, and I'm not the type of person that enjoys that. I really yeah. like my own company. But you learn that you're not going to get by without making friends. And, I mean, I'm lucky that I made friends who I still mm. keep in touch with from there. So in that respect, it was great. And I think it would have been so much harder had I done like a homestay situation where you move yeah. in with a family. Yeah. Because you're just not getting the same exposure. And no. I need to be immersed to make friends in a yeah, short amount of time. To be able to just accept what's happening around you. Yeah. Otherwise, you might withdraw. and. Yeah, I definitely would have done that. Yeah. Um, I cried for like six Aww. months though. Yeah, I was. I hated it. I was so homesick. And I think what always got me was my family lived three hours away. And my mum, my dad, and my little brother would hop in a car on a Sunday, drive to see me, sit with me and go shopping with me for a couple of hours and then drop me back and then drive three hours home again. So they would spend six hours in a car just to spend time with yeah. me. And I would look forward to it so much. But the thing was, like, the hour before I had to get dropped back, I yeah. would just sit in Westfield Aww. and bore my eyes out. And my mum would be crying too. And it's just... She would have felt so bad. Yeah, it was horrible. And we were only just talking about this the other day. Um, whenever I went home on school holidays, the night before I went back to mm. boarding school, my mum and I would fight over something stupid. Like, not a big deal, Just but something, like, like, picky. Yeah. And we both said today that it was because she was so sad about me having to go back and I felt stressed about having to go back. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I think there's always times in life where little things 
cause bickering. Yeah. And it's nothing bad. It's just... It's not really the thing. It's yeah. the, the context. Yeah. And I think the the time that I made the best change was a weekend when I decided... I don't even know if I decided. I think for some reason I it was a lock-in weekend or whatever mm. they called it, where like a lockdown, so you couldn't go out because they'd meant to have like a bonding activity or maybe oh we were going God. into exam block. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some one of those situations where they had a few of them a year, and I was absolutely irate because there was no way that I wanted to stay in there for a weekend because mm. it's not just the weekend. It's you've been there from Monday. Yeah. You're there on the weekend and then you have to be there till the next Friday. So you basically you're stuck in this bubble for two weeks. Um, but it was a turning point for me because I realized that I could get through it. Yeah. And I think my biggest advice to anyone who's struggling with homesickness is you will eventually get to a point where it dulls. It yeah. might take a while, but someday you, you just wake up and it's not the first thing that comes mm. to your mind. Um, and for me, getting through a weekend there was great because it proved to me that I could do it and the world yeah. wouldn't fall apart if I stayed in boarding school over like, a weekend. It's like you could survive without your parents for a yeah. week. Yeah. It's almost like that. And also without a distraction. Like mm. I didn't need that distraction. It just got me into the routine a lot more. Mm. And by year 12, certainly, I came to quite like those weekends. I would sort of yeah. do that a few times a year when our study got really hectic because yeah. I just knew that it was the perfect excuse to have hours and hours. You know what I was like? Yeah. Thrived <laughs> <laughs> off study. Yeah, literally. And they had treadmills by then, so my life was absolutely set. <laughs> I just used the treadmill and go and get a coffee at Merlot. Um, and you were then, just like, how much longer can I make this drag on? Yeah, Should I, get a few I love this. And- <laughs> um, I was really, really loving it um but yeah by that stage it was fine but I think if you're ever struggling with homesickness just know that one day you probably will wake up and feel a lot better and it's when you least expect Mm. it but immersion is key and also I did research at the time because as we've covered I was an absolute nerve and I was struggling (laughs) two things that I found the color green for some reason color therapists say that the color green reduces the signs of homesickness Wow. Soft green. That's very interesting. Yeah. So take that as you will. But if you feel like soft furnishings. Yeah. Plants, which I did actually have because caring for something makes you feel like you have a purpose. Especially, I actually read that. And I think um, for some reason in girls, it brings out a maternal instinct with their plants. Probably. But (laughs) the idea that you have to be responsible for something else is quite nice because it makes makes you seem minute in comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then another thing one of the boarding mistresses actually told me to do was get a calendar, mm-hmm. place it somewhere where you see it as soon as you wake up in the morning, circle a date that you're looking forward to. Yeah. So every all the research on happiness says that you need something to look forward to in the current or in the near the near present, yeah. so a few days and then a few weeks and a few months. So my thing would be like I'd look forward to Saturday because mm-hmm. I'd be going out and then in a few weeks maybe I had like maybe my parents were going to come and visit yeah. and then in a few months um, I'd be Christmas. going home on school holidays or something like that. Yeah. And every day I would wake up and cross a day off because it's like the countdown I'm getting closer. Day, yeah. yeah. And what it does is make time seem tangible. And mm-hmm. the problem with time, I've thought about this a lot. Time, the biggest problem with time is also its biggest benefit in that it yeah. passes and you don't need to do anything for it to pass, mm-hmm. but also you can't stop it from passing. No. So that's 
think of that as you will as well it's like a riddle yeah but you know what i mean it just (laughs) it just keeps going and you don't need to do anything to speed it up or slow it down and there's certain times where you want the time to slow down because you want to be in the moment and you just want to enjoy everything you want to enjoy it forever but then when you have things to look forward to you're like oh my gosh it's so slow i just want it to go yeah or when you're hating something and you're Mm. having a horrible bout of homesickness and you just want to be home yeah so that's that was normally how i was um (laughs) so actually marking a day off on a calendar was great because it proved to me that I was making progress. Did you come to boarding school in 2010? No, 2011. 2011. Okay. I was just about to say it's the end of a decade. And yeah, I was just thinking about this is that 10 years ago, where were we? Yeah. (laughs) That's for, that's for a later podcast. 10 years ago, we were in year nine. (laughs) Yeah. But Oh, Finishing yeah, that's it. true. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's crazy because I, I remember stuff from them that feels like yesterday. It feels like, yeah, it doesn't feel like that long ago. It's just yeah. nuts. But anyway, it doesn't Did matter. you experience any – well, you've just moved out. I've just moved out. I mean, look, to be fair, I'm, I guess like I'm not that far away from home. I see my family a lot. It's probably not being away from home that's hard. It's probably the ease of just being able to see my family when I yeah. – just, just them being here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say if I really miss them or not because I still see them so frequently and I don't have the confinement of not, you know, like you were just stuck in boarding school. You didn't have yeah. a choice. Whereas yeah. I have the freedom to be able to see them when I want. Yeah. So I don't feel like I'm stuck or that I can't do anything. So that's probably not really relevant to me in that sense. Yeah. But we're actually moving we just decided that we're probably going to move back to Brisbane. Yay, yay, yay. (laughs) So we're moving again. (laughs) Which means easy podcast recording opportunities. (laughs) Unless I'm overseas. Yeah, and that's going to be harder, but but something for us to learn. We're going to be doing our first um, online podcast. Not the the next one, I think, but the one after that. Mm. We have so to figure that, that out in fun. person, though, first. We're going to be figuring it out probably this time or the next time we see each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's another topic. <laughs> um, you'll, you can probably just, we'll, we'll just fill you in on that when it yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah. You'll probably be able to tell if there's a couple of little, like... Glitches. Yeah, but hopefully not. They're hopefully with us. under control. But, yeah, I don't know. I think in times of that, like, I don't feel any type of you know, longing to see anybody because it, it's fine. It just will make it easier. Yeah. Um, and look, I've loved my time at the Gold Coast. I think it's been a very relaxed time and I've liked it, but my routine is here. Yeah. That's the thing. Like we've talked about this a fair bit. You didn't really want to establish a new routine in the Gold Coast. I just wasn't committed to it. Yeah. And look, I'm glad I didn't because I just, you know, you're leaving again. Yeah, exactly. Mm. (laughs) And I think in the long term, I just don't know if I could have imagined myself just being there forever. Like not not at least in the near future like I just knew that for some reason we weren't going to be there it's like a summer thing like yeah. a summer fling with the Gold Coast and yeah. that's it and look life's great there and it's all really relaxed but I just love my routine and I'm a creature of habit and yeah. I like the places I go to for my facials and my nails and you know that makes me sound really like um, no it's high it's, maintenance I guess that's it, the fabric of your life yeah. uh, it's like I have a friend who loves their gym mm, and they're moving the away and they're like I 
I'm going to be sad without that gym. And it's easy to be like, oh, that's flippant. That's such a minor thing until you're stuck in a place and you're like, geez, I just wish that I knew where that machine was in this gym. Exactly. Little things like that. That really throws me off. We went to a new yoga studio mm. last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you liked it, right? Yeah, it was great. But um, even just learning how another place works can yeah. be really, really tricky and, and also like as well you get scared you have to meet new people and yeah you're just anyway. you're just not sure what what to, what's going on mm. but that's just in one aspect of my life which is a pretty minute yeah. aspect and that's a yoga class but when you move out you have to face the fact that that's across every Everything, tier yeah. of your reality yeah so it's not it, it and then you've got the financial issues mm. the logistical issues of where do i actually go to buy this and find that yeah and then all the really small things i don't know when i actually moved out of boarding school and then into because then that would have been totally different yeah because i had to actually learn like how to look after uh home yeah and boarding school was very like i, I don't know if you were like this with your parents but for me i still when I was younger, I still had to do like chores. So I yeah. still would have to do dishes and all that. But in boarding school, you don't have to, right? No, because I mean, so you pay so much to go there. Taking, yeah, <laughs> yeah someone else does your laundry, which I hate. I'd rather yeah. always do my own laundry. Someone but else still... does your laundry. Someone else does your cooking, which is, again, is just awful because as as good as it sounds, you're, the food is not five star. No. I would it, much rather cook. It's still one of those things where then you have to relearn all those habits yeah of doing things that you never had to do because for me i just moved out and i was already doing those because you already transitioned yeah, gradually so. from being a, a child in your home to being an adult in your exactly. home and learning to pull your weight um but when i left home i was not at that stage where i was no. responsible for I, I used to help out yeah but, but i definitely different. wasn't running the place no and then it was like okay you're at high school but um no you're at uni but now Reality you're check. also <laughs> remembering to water plants and cooking meals <laughs> and like just making sure that you can get to a grocery store to have something nutritious before yeah, your exam eating or, absolute nonsense yeah which i mean like i went through a pizza phase i'm the first to admit um but it's all those added responsibilities and also paying bills yeah. how to pay a bill how to budget um and just the whole idea of cleaning your house yeah which it's fine. Like, I love, I love cleaning. Yeah. I love it. Now I do. But when I was, I mean, when I was 19, it definitely wasn't high I think on my I list of loves. into learning to, cl- like, liking to clean. Because yeah. I always liked keeping things clean, but not when I just finished high school. Like, I wasn't like, oh, my no. gosh, let's go clean the bathroom. No, because you know? all my friends were out getting breakfast on a Saturday morning. And I was like, no, I have to clean my house because <laughs> there's no there's no parent here to, yeah, exactly. to do it for me. And, and I've grown yeah. into then now... I like you know growing up slowly doing it you have the luxury like I had the luxury of being able to learn to do it yeah and gently being um cradled into it whereas you're just like thrown into the deep end do it (laughs) and also now it's a novelty like I think if you've got a house to clean you are one of the lucky ones yeah I honestly do see it like that and it's very cathartic it gives you time to listen to a podcast I was actually um watch this video today about um is the it was called is the australian dream out of reach now like Mm -hmm. owning your own home Mm -hmm. and i know you don't own your own home but it's just having your own place yeah is that even something that's because this one family they had to share their home with their parents because they couldn't afford to have it fully like a house in sydney by themselves yeah they needed um the husband's parents to be there to help afford like help them to afford it and 
it's just one of those things where we're just so blessed to be able to even have our own place I think Um, yeah own it or not just to be living in a house and to have an even if you're Mm. renting you you still have a right to make that place feel like your home and that's what I mean like when I'm cleaning it's kind of nice I always think glass half full I'm lucky that I get to do this and the sense of satisfaction after is pretty amazing it is good you know what I really enjoy is I love vacuuming. I probably, Dan will say that I vacuum too much. <laughs> Me too. I get this as well. But I love seeing, because I have a Dyson, and yeah. you can see all the like dust, the dust stuff that you in pick it. up. It's so satisfying. I and know. And then you know, when you vacuum something and it just makes a little rattle. Yep. And you're like, I'm oh, like, got oh, something yeah. good. Probably got the back of an earring. <laughs> this just sounds like really <laughs> boring stuff. Yeah, but, but it's, it's, it's part so of satisfying. life. Yeah. I love it. And now you go shopping and you're like, oh, this would be like a nice little shelf for my house. Or, yeah, I, I love, know. I love this frame or this looks like a yeah. pretty cool cleaning agent. Let <laughs> me try this. But it's those little things that I think are, that's, that is what moving out is like. Yeah. And I still have friends that live at home. And I think sometimes definitely back in the early days, so mm. late teens, early twenties, mm. people thought it was cool that I didn't have parents at home because yeah. like the insinuation is that you can get away with a lot more. And you can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> but like. My whatever I want was mm, eat pizza at 9 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, like I just never – I would never disrespect a house that my parents own by having a party in there. Also, I'm not cleaning up that. No. So I was never on that wavelength. Um, But I – there were definitely times when I would have absolutely loved to have my mum and dad there. And I'm still like that sometimes. I think it's so – I wish that they just lived around the corner so that I could see mm. them so much more rather than it have to be a planned effort to catch up. Yeah. But um, your mum still comes a lot, which is so Yeah, nice. I still get to see them, which is great. Like, Shout out to Lauren's mum. Yep. <laughs> she, hopefully she's listening. <laughs> hopefully. Um, yeah, I think that's a really lovely thing about technology is that yeah. we can stay connected. I mean, you can live on the other side of the world and we can still which talk. Which I think is so good. And – even if I'm traveling on the other side of the world, I'll we'll be at a podcast. Yeah, which I think so. So cool. that's really nice. Yeah. But it's also the practicalities of moving out, um, mm. getting to know your neighbors. I love knowing my neighbors. I don't know any of. Well, actually, I've seen them. I know who our neighbors are. We say hi in the lift. That's nice. But we're not BFFs with them. No, you don't <laughs> have to be. But I think from a safety perspective, it's yeah. nice to know who should be hanging around and who yeah. shouldn't. Yeah, And that's true. at the same time, I like to know that if anything was up and I felt unsafe, mm. I have my neighbor's numbers so that I can contact them if something goes wrong. That's true, yeah. And even when you're away, like just to have someone watching your space is really nice. So from a safety perspective and creating community feel, love getting to know neighbors, um... And then I guess as well, small things like even just stocking your pantry when you move out. Mm. It just, those things really escape me. They seem so simple, but you're halfway through cooking a meal and you realize you don't have something as basic as olive oil. You know what I realized the other day? I wanted to make something. Oh, I was making an apple crumble, a rhubarb pie or whatever. And I realized I didn't have cinnamon and I thought I had ground cinnamon, but then I realized I didn't have it. Yeah, that's one of those things that you would probably always have in your cupboard <laughs> yeah, exactly. back at home. But when you do that first big shop when you move out... You have to think of everything and it's just a lot. Yeah, so I actually, I have a hack for this. And that is take a photo of your pantry where you live. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Yep. And then when you move out, you can just replicate it bit by bit. See, I did a big list of things that were like I didn't take a photo I just wrote a list of everything my parents had that I used a lot of Mm -hmm. and then I tried to get all the same stuff but then 
some of the stuff they didn't have in stock in cinema was one of them. Yep. And I just didn't get it. And that look was at it. me now. Another thing is like kitchen appliances. Open up your drawers. Take photos of what's in your drawers so that you can yeah. like a spatula. Pretty basic, Actually, but easy to forget. One thing that I didn't have was a potato peeler. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> oh my it's just not top of mind. I try. I peeled a potato, like peeled potato, smashed potato with a knife. You're and lucky that you still have all your fingers, all fingers and thumbs. Yeah, I, know. I was, I look, it wasn't a good job of peeling. It was a bit wasteful, but I did as good of a job as I could mm-hmm. because you know, like a potato peeler just gets the skin. Yeah. I got You're the taking skin a, lot more. a bit extra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't want to peel my fingers. Like, yeah. You know, no, it's no, no. Not on the It's cards. small things like that that you just don't consider straight away. Yeah. Um, did and you get a, did you get transportation like movers or did you take your no, stuff yourself well we didn't have any because i didn't hadn't moved out of home i didn't have furniture to move true so the next project would actually i'll have to probably either have dan's parents help mm-hmm. i think not his parents his dad would help um or um we'll get movers i'm not sure which one i think dan's dad is going to be absolutely thrilled that we're moving back so i said he'll yeah. be probably jumping up and Eager down to wanting help. to help move everything so that will actually be very interesting. It'll be the first real moving experience. Yeah. And maybe what I'll do is, um, I don't know if you want to write something about moving out of boarding school. Yeah. And your experience with like community. And then when I move in January, because where our lease is ending in January, I'll do tips then about actually moving. Yeah, that side of things. Yeah. The logistics think, of that respect. I think I can't talk about it right now because my experience was just getting all new furniture. Yeah, and so, like actually the emotional distance between yeah. you and your friends and family. Yeah, so I think now it'll be like a real moving experience and maybe even include the journey of just like looking at places again. Yeah. Because um we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Which can be quite stressful. And that's yeah. like, I know that there are lots of things such as formal agreements, informal mm. agreements. So mm. a lot of the times, if you've got a formal agreement and your name is on that lease, that's that's incredibly binding. Yeah. And if you have a falling out with the people you live with, mm. it can be so stressful because sometimes yeah. you are locked in and then other people's plans change. Yeah. So if you're living with someone else and they decided they want to move out, mm-hmm. um, I, I honestly understand that that could be so, so stressful. I'm just like... Because we're trying to work out if we want to move in with another couple who we're, like, good friends with. Yeah. Or if we're just going to get another place, just us two. Mm-hmm. Which we don't mind either way because we're planning to travel a lot. So we yeah. didn't want to just have be paying for nothing. No way. So we're trying to work out what the best thing to do is. And to be honest, like, I'm, I'm not stressed about it. I just want to work out what we're doing. Yeah, it's the unknown yeah. that really gets me as well. So, yeah. I, and to be honest, I think moving in with this other couple, they're such great people and it would make us more sociable, mm-hmm. which I think would be such a positive because I think we get so caught up with work and just the busyness of our lives that we never make time to always catch up with our friends. So yeah. I think that would be a really good thing. It's live-in friendship. Yeah, exactly. And then also having other friends there makes you want to have other friends over and just more dinner parties and that yeah kind of, I would love to be the type of person yeah. that throws dinner parties I can't wait till that is my reality I mean my dining table I'm the kind of person who in my I want to be like throwing dinner parties but yeah. where we live doesn't allow the ease of throwing a dinner yeah, party and same. it's not fair to expect you know a group of friends to come over and be like oh yeah bye like, yeah you know 10 out. o'clock at night drive back to brisbane i exactly. don't want to be doing that to people so you know i i'm actually really looking forward to that side of it 
because I love my mum's that kind of person and I love yeah. that so that's a nice part about getting older is that you can do those things and people will enjoy those things yeah too, yeah it, not ever, not all of your friends will want to go to the clubs and, it's a lot more cost effective too realistically yeah. and good conversation yeah over no coffee. loud music <laughs> yeah um <Like> us. <laughs> so I think that's something really lovely but, but I mean I know that in terms of budgeting, the ASIC site has a really good tool on that because that can be so stressful as well. And yeah. it just adds another layer of um, tension to the mm. whole situation, especially if there's roommate or housemate dramas going yeah. on and you're trying to do your laundry and cook and you miss your family. It's actually yeah. a perfect storm when you consider it. And plus uni stress. <laughs> yeah, uni stress or work stress. With roommates, I don't know, but a lot of people around our age who have roommates and stuff they're normally in uni studying yeah students until and also sometimes you're just thrown in with people you have no idea who they are yeah until you get to know who are your close friends and then you can pursue living arrangements with them it can be a rough road especially with things like flatmates.com you just really looking so there's people who look on there and they just really don't know the people they're moving in yeah it's mostly just arrangement yeah you never know it's it's i guess it's luck yeah, exactly. But I think another thing with, um, you know, moving out and or just budgeting is sometimes you will have to just eat at home when before you could have gone yeah, out. Yeah, your money has to it's, be distributed differently. It's that thing that they say now with the avocado toast. Mm. I have <laughs> a story many, about that. Really? <laughs> yeah, I went out on the weekend um, to catch up with a friend mm. and they'd already eaten. So I was oh. going to get brunch. Um, and I, in my head, I was like, oh, God, I wish that I could just get coffee because I've spent yeah. so much money. It makes me feel sick. Yeah. Um, and they'd already eaten. So I, I was really proud of my money win. I was like, no, nope, it's OK. I'll eat when I get home. And I had avocado and I had great toast. Yeah. And I made it myself for zero dollars. And I felt great. I think that's one of the things like Dan one time was like, oh, I can just go and get some. Like he was like, oh, don't worry about making me something. I can just go to a cafe because he didn't want to have like me to go through the hassle of doing that yeah and I was just like no that's twenty dollars no yeah if you've already already got the food in your cupboard yeah Yeah. I was like I don't want to waste this food one being mindful not wasting food (laughs) yeah but also I just I would I get so much more enjoyment out of cooking Cooking. and saving money (laughs) and also knowing what's going into your food exactly that's another really big positive of cooking and Actually, one Instagram that I have to really recommend is a guy called Resi. His page is called Recipeers. I don't know. That's his surname. Okay. And it's like, oh no, that's his How name. How do you spell Pierce. it? R-E-C-I for like recipe. Yeah. But then his name is P-E-A-R-C-E. Oh, okay. And oh my gosh, it is so great. Him, he cooks and his wife um, films his Insta stories. Mm-hmm. And they just do such easy recipes. And they did this amazing avo toast um, the other day. Just started following. Yeah, it's really, really good. I made their um, mushroom tacos. Oh, it looks great. And yeah, it's really, really good. Yum. And on his like stories on, you know how you can save the stories onto your profile? Yep. Um, That's, yeah, that's one of the ones where he just saves all of his recipes onto his profile stories. So perfect yeah that's a recommendation for easy at home recipes to save you money so what is your glance and goals for the next week what is this week oh my gosh this week is full of christmas (laughs) like for this week i have a girl's christmas dinner so i'm gonna have to just be dealing with social things which i'm actually sort of looking forward to 
Um, in terms of goals, I have to clean the whole house, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, do a massive load just preparing for being away. So I really have to get things under control for um, when we're away over Christmas. And I did a lot of planning, actually. I bought a little portable um, podcasting stand for my mic. Yep, that's exciting. I'm very excited about that. And... Um, yeah, just try and get all the work cleared off my plate. Start reading this book. Yeah, purchase it and then yeah, start reading it. it. And start reading it. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Clearing out the fridge in terms of eating my way through it. Yeah. Um, so that I don't. I'm trying not to do any grocery shopping so that we Are running yourself down. Exactly. Um, and that's really about it. Uh, that's. I guess that's my goals. <laughs> eating. <Yep>. Well, just <laughs> eating being mindful. Cleaning. Yeah, exactly. And what about you? What are you up to? Um, in the next week, I have to... I have got some work Christmas parties, one for both of us. This time of Ooh. year is like a minefield. Oh, that's right. I have to show you the dress. Oh, yeah. Do you have it? Yeah, I'll have to go check. I haven't even checked yet, but yeah. I should have it. Side note, Tia's <laughs> borrowing... I'm borrowing a dress from Tia. Again, going back to mindful consumption. So, um, yeah, I have parties on the weekend for that. That will be fun. I'm trying to sleep more because I feel like I'm so run down. I yeah. am like just struggling big time there um but yeah reading sleeping watching the crown season oh i loved that maybe i love it but you know what that's one of the shows that i need to concentrate when i'm watching because the storyline is so good yep but the problem is is that means i can't watch it at work (laughs) i pause it and then do a google on whatever saga they're discussing so they understand the background love that because i mean i'm studying to be a modern history well a history teacher and i i know a lot more of modern history than i do about ancient yeah so i usually feel pretty across it but literally nine times out of ten they throw something that i have no idea yeah never about yeah I feel like that it's just such a good cast and it's just really, really good. Oh, yeah. Great storyline, great actors. So that's on my wind down time. That's fun. I love that. Yeah. Um, and next week, I'm really excited about this topic. Yeah. It's the halo effect of happiness. This is something we've wanted to do from the start. Yeah. This is one where I had it. I won't, I'll save the story for next week, but I came to a realization that the halo effect of happiness is real. Yeah. And this is one of the things when Lauren and I were first brainstorming that we, I told her this story and we were like, yes. This is something we want to talk about because we think it's quite positive and optimistic and that's Mm. what we kind of want to do here. So um, come and follow us on Instagram. Yes. Sunday brunch underscore the podcast. DM us if you have any ideas. Yep. um, On our Instagram, you'll find a link to our blog, which also links you to our podcast. Which is fun. Yep. So you're here now. Um, But yeah, engage with us, chat. And we love hearing from you and we hope that you guys are really enjoying all of our podcasts. Yeah. I hope that it's interesting and that you're feeling part loving, of the conversation. <laughs> we're loving doing it. I think that the last couple of podcasts we've really gotten into a groove, I think. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best way to put it. I guess it. we know what to expect now. Yeah, and and I think that I've also just for me personally, I'm a very um goal orientated person mm-hmm. and I like seeing numbers and stats and stuff from people listening (laughs) yeah people listening in Chile which is really exciting yeah my one of my friends her sister lives in Chile thank you (laughs) so I just for me letting that go was such a good thing because now I'm just going into the conversation just like yeah let's just let's just do it what we're doing yeah I love it and I hope you guys have a good week and we'll have you tuned in next week yep (laughs) 
Um, good luck out there. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>